0: Well, there's one more game left to go. Can the Bulldogs finish 24 and 0? Will they complete the endeavor to be the best team ever in the history of the whole no show?
1: Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, cause you're fucking going. Yeah. Ooh. Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, cause you're fucking going. Yeah. Ooh. Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish.
0: Good, cause you're. <laughs> that fresh
2: produce stand there—that's
3: a beauty. What do you listen to?
1: My favorite murder podcast.
2: Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand.
3: Ah, uh, fucking sexy.
1: It's Thursday, Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, the podcast of paying tribute to everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Kenny podcasts out there, but this one is going to be accountable. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room as always is lovely Tanya, and online we have Squirrely Matt, the very accountable victor, and joining us this week... He's a fixer of go-karts, a jack-of-all-trades, a master of none, but still speed dial handyman on the phone belonging to your mom and you'll find his number. Please join me in making some noise for Andrew. Wondrous! Oh my god. Oh my god.
4: Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I regret nothing.
1: Welcome back to the produce stand, Andrew. G'day. Good day. How are you now?
5: Oh, not so bad, you?
1: Damn <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> so.
0: Holy fuck that up.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was Andrew. So I, I, I asked the right question. Andrew messed it up. But anyway, um, I think a more important thing than you being a fixer of go cards, Andrew, is where are you speaking to us from?
5: Oh currently I'm speaking to you from the uh the land of aqua dumps and squeezers,
1: Wasaga Beach. That's right. Nice what's it like Yeah you are what's it like up in Wasega right now?
5: Well, right now it's uh it's awkwardly cold and then awkwardly not. So mm-hmm. everything's all soggy. It's it's great. Nice and moist up here.
0: Moist. <laughs> We're almost in like the polar dump season, right? Yeah.
1: Now, Andrew, this isn't your first time on. You were actually one of our contestants in the la- in our last TPS match game. How, how did you enjoy that?
5: That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and
1: you're and you're sporting <laughs> your your parting gift there, uh, your TPS shirt. <laughs> Looks great on nice. you. Nice. Thank you, guys. I've been wearing it a lot at work. <laughs> so in case set people don't tone. people don't remember, yeah, set the tone uh, re- represent A B C. And in case people don't remember, you know how you got involved with Letter Kenny why don't you remind us uh, when did you first discover Letterkenny?
5: oh i think it's either around like i want to say season two like roughly about that when that came out so almost a decade mm-hmm. i've been uh i've been watching Letterkenny, and then uh shorzy obviously gotta love that show mm-hmm. fucking amazing
1: show when they first mentioned was sagon shorzy how did you react were you like
5: hey i, <laughs> were, I live there It was one of those like little moments where my jaw hit the floor and I started pissing myself (laughs) laughing for about a good five minutes. I had to rewind and go back through the whole fucking Michaels rant again. Yeah. (laughs) Um oh it was it was just great. And then I just like every like from that point on, I was just keeping my ears open to see how many times it was gonna get mentioned. I think we got mentioned four or five times in that (laughs) season, but in the first two episodes, I'm like, oh boy. Cause like that whole I think that whole aqua dump thing came from (laughs) It was a Facebook post, I'm pretty sure well that's all oh, started, right? Really? Some lady was like uh, some lady bitched in one of the community forums for Wasega Beach, basically saying that I think she overheard two kids talking and one of them said he was going to take an aqua dump in the water. <laughs> right And then it was like this whole thing of like that's fucking disgusting like you know the whole train your kids, blah blah, you know' mm-hmm. the regular Karen spiel on on Facebook and it just blew up from there. I'm pretty sure that's the origin of that whole thing. Mm. I think.
1: interesting. Or
5: maybe
3: or maybe it was the the Shorzy said it first and then all the kids wanted (laughs) to be like, oh, yeah, let's do pull Shorzy.
5: Well, like that was the thing, though, like I I'm pretty sure that that came up like five, six years ago. Like that was was the thing that went. Uh, Yeah. Like I honestly remember reading it on Facebook and I was like, what the fuck? And then I didn't really like (laughs) hear about it till Shorzy brought it up. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, it caught on
1: like. Oh you just never know. You never know what's going to show up in a in a Kiso production.
3: How long have you guys had those party huts? I I well, never saw them before. Uh, but mind you, we don't go out very often to the to the party beach.
1: too many kids.
5: I don't know, like honestly, me living in the beach, I don't even have much time to get out there myself. I might take the jet skis out, but I usually stay like in the river area. So I'm not sure how long the party islands have been around. But oh my God. you know. I always assumed they were talking about like a pontoon boat, like Mm -hmm. somebody's like actual like full on party pontoon. Right. Right. Yeah. It's one of those like a
1: tiki floating tiki bars kind of thing. I think that's what they're referring to as a party island.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. Like I just kind of figured it was somebody's rental. They were talking about in the show. Mm -hmm. But
1: we spent, uh, yeah. Tanya says we don't go to Wasega very much, which is hilarious because it's not even, not even an hour away from, from us. But yeah, this past summer we did spend a fun weekend up there with some friends. We were
3: on the river actually. Yeah, we
1: spent all and that's the best way to experience Wasaga, not on the beach, <laughs> but out on the water looking at the beach cuz man, that beach gets packed. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh,
6: yeah. Well, again, oh, yeah. there's a there's a misnomer, right? Like it's, it's Wasaga's got five really nice beaches mm-hmm. and the first one is the one beaches. that you really want to stay away from cuz yeah. that's where all the, you know, douchebags go. But uh like beach we we would go almost we i think we went every summer with the kids because mm-hmm. we went to um uh what is it little township or it's it's tiny, tiny. 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 yeah tiny tiny oh, yeah, yeah, tiny's township. fun so we we rented a cottage there like every mm-hmm. summer and and we always went to the beach mm-hmm. but we not the beach right well, that and beach, and yeah that beach in tiny ride.
1: is really small but awesome because it is small yeah. and it no, but, there's no packed. people yeah, there it's yeah. just
6: it's like a private little beach it's, oh, it's brilliant nice beach and park. we went to that go-kart uh track all the time mm-hmm. so yeah
1: actually yeah we we rented a, ca- a cabin in tiny as well
3: was that this year
1: across this year across the road from that go-kart <laughs> track and just just a bit down the road so yeah we know exactly uh, we spent a, a fun time oh, it was well. so much anyway fun. Welcome, Andrew. And I mean, we should have already started doing this. And, and I didn't do the, the unicorn, or did I? I did do that. Okay, here we go. So let's do are you it. now? Tonight's lineup, Tanya, Matt, Victor, Al, and our guest, Andrew, has last word. Tanya, how have you been?
3: Good, because I'm going. Yes. Uh, we had our <laughs> oh, <boy>. anniversary, <laughs> ah. and we went to go see the Bare Naked Ladies, uh, which nice. was a great concert. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. That was up at Casino-rama. Um and uh, yeah, we had a good night. It was a lot of fun. We uh, had Arby's, of course. That was my, uh, my decision. A cheap date.
0: Awesome. That was that's my... awesome, man. <laughs> that
3: was my. <laughs> Alan was showing me some um crazy restaurant that has like two Michelin stars, and I was looking at the menu and and the uh, tasting menu, and I was like, um, yeah, no. The
1: tasting menu is like two hundred and fifty bucks.
3: It was two twenty five each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, just to taste things, just to taste things, like eight different things. Well, that's and I was what you like, want to do,
1: though, in one of those restaurants. So, the tasting menu, like the chef brings you, like, just but like the, the steak, steak
3: was like two slices of off Wagyu. of a steak, yeah. Yeah. and that was the steak. And I was like, um, if you're gonna give me a steak, give me the freaking steak. Like, I want all of the steak, not just two you want the cuts whole cow, the, yeah. I just I don't <laughs> want like two little pieces for me to <laughs> test and try the steak. No, I want a steak, anyways we decided or i said let's not do that let's just go to arby's <laughs> and have fun in different ways instead of just like consuming f- an copious amounts of money and pooping it um so anyways uh so we we went to arby's i had my curly fries and And
1: yes gorge she did eat all of her curly fries i did oh my god yes I did. and aaron says how are the first few bites tasting well if you're at one of those uh, michelin star restaurants the first few few bites would be your meal that would be that would be it one two bites and you're not that
3: i'm not (laughs) ever wanting to try it but like so not wanting to try it when i'm 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 money poor so Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe (laughs) maybe when the millions come my way, that's when I'll try it. Um, Yeah, so we had a great night though, and we and we took out forty bucks um, and we put it on black on the roulette wheel after, and we got up to two hundred, which was cool, and then uh, proceeded to lose it at a few other tables. So that was fun. Mm Um, and I'm pretty sure uh, we did see Justin Bieber at the um, at the casino. Uh, there was a hat and a hoodie and a scarf and there was some a, mustache a and some tattoos. Texas hold'em table. At yeah. a Texas hold'em table. And I'm like, pretty sure that's Bieber. Um, but it was really, it was. it's just so much fun to watch people. <laughs> it, it's its crazy to watch people. Like if you, I don't know, it's my thing. It, I missed going out and seeing and watching people and all the things that they do. It's just super interesting. So that was pretty much it. Oh, and Christmas shopping. Got some of that done.
1: Yeah. That's just the season. Matt, how's your week been?
0: Yeah, it was good. But really, I want to just add on to that. Did anyone see the uh, some of the posts the sluts were sharing the last few days and I'm yep, all playing, playing a poker, poker game? Yeah. <laughs> and I was dying at McDonald's, hoop, yeah. <laughs> like fucking Indiana Jones there <laughs> but with the... his hat and his sunglasses at the end of the table. Yeah. Oh, I, I shot him a couple zingers and uh, <laughs> had to had to take a <laughs> shot at him. But anyways, uh, my, my week's been, I mean, it's been a week. They're all up and down. Um, I'll, I'll say we got my kids all enrolled in swimming and Ooh. stuff for the new year, which is great. And I'm curious, we've got an all Canadian panel here tonight, but other places, what is signing up for parks and recs, rec like, because in Toronto, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, so here's what you have to do in Toronto. If you want to get your kids enrolled in parks and rec, you have to well ahead of time, study the manual and all the course codes for what you potentially might want. You have to make a list of all the things that you might your first your second your third and then on the day that the course uh registration opens up you have to be at your computer at 6 45 a.m in the morning because the registration opens at 7 a.m and if you're there at 701 you will not get your child <laughs> in any activity so this is the ordeal we went through on monday uh, tuesday morning and Thankfully, it's like Jen's. buying
1: concert tickets for your kids, dude.
0: <laughs> it's it is exactly. It's so insane. That's I, I've That's the never...
3: same experience as trying to get into a provincial park for camping. Yeah, exact same. Cr- right? It's absolutely
0: wild, yeah. man. Um, and luckily Jen's amazing, so she had all this figured out, and all I had to do was get up with her at six forty-five. We each had our computers going with multiple screens up. Wow, refreshing it is like concert refreshing. tickets. Holy shit! Oh yeah. <laughs> and I got on, and we just ping, 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 got all the first picks we wanted, and I got all my kids logged into the. Um, swimming at the end of the street, which is fantastic. Um, so I'm yeah. really excited. Like it's all good news, uh, but what an ordeal to do that because if you don't yeah, like yeah. it's not
1: happening. So you have it, to go pri- It's I like to bra- go black
3: about. Friday sale yeah. On, yeah. on, on, on an activity. It
1: sounds like it's a city <laughs> thing because Aaron says almost identical here, which is Chicago. It's, yeah, cut, it's cutthroat. cutthroat. <clears throat> uh, but Robbie says easy online process in his town, but his town is only 25,000. Yeah, people, it, so,
0: it's yeah. absolutely, it's gotta be a big city thing. There's yeah. just, there's just supply and Mind. demand, right? Yeah. There's yeah. not enough um, opportunity or, or things going on and not enough staff to do it Also. You just first come first serve or you have to pay the big bucks and go private
1: and then you're good to go. But, uh, so that was fun. Why, what are we laughing at now? Oh, Mike. His, don't <laughs> need to say AM in the morning. It's like me saying background extra. It's Yeah, you're that's, right, Mike. That, Thank that, you. That, that's a good call, Mike. Fuck you. Thanks. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, so that was that. And then on the same thing, I bought myself a new pair of skates. And mm-hmm. when I say new pair, I think this is actually the first time in my life. It's very un-Canadian, actually. First time I think I've ever spent money on a pair of skates. Wow. And I bought myself some new Can skates. Can you skate? I can, yeah. Okay. I actually, can I can actually skate quite well. I bet your mine um, are
3: older than
6: yours. Oh, Daniel's are old. <laughs> can you, can you not skate the ones with a hockey stick in your hand?
0: Uh, yeah, it, I can only stop one it's way. The only else. way to I hold can, me I can do up. the old hockey stop, but I can stop stop to my right, but not my left, which is what I want to improve. But <laughs> I can we stop decided... wherever the
3: board lets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that too. But no, the skates I've been using for years have been were hand me downs from a buddy uh, from high school. So I've been oh carrying man. these things
1: around. I for wish 20, I could show you mine. Twenty plus years. Mine are um, brown.
3: They're, they're, they yeah. don't even make brown skates anymore. No. They, that's, that's
1: amazing. <laughs> and that's the blade from all the rust. Anyway, let's move on. To Victor. Uh, so anyways, it's been fun. <laughs> all right. Uh.
6: Victor? Oh, man. I don't miss that at all. The signing up your kids. Mm. Uh, and, and you know, when we did it, they also allowed you to do it through the landline. So we had two computers going and we had the landline going yeah. at the same time. And, and, uh, um, yeah and you know and, we and we the got mo- them in and all, the modem all was the making
3: that sound <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah no no it was uh yeah it was it was not fun um but uh, so i'm i'm glad that's kind of behind us uh let's see how was the week um we uh, actually one of my coworkers um he's on my team he is in a choir and they did a concert on the Danforth next to my house mm-hmm. and uh it was a 118 person choir um, and How many
1: people t- were in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> it was packed. You oh, know okay. what? It okay. was packed.
6: Like, yeah, I didn't. Even, I don't know what was happening because I. Right. But I don't read like local, you know, right. things or anything like that. So um, he invited. The, it was pretty expensive, like forty bucks a ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could. I, I didn't really know what to expect. And I thought, whatever, it's you know, it's a good cause, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And and um, it, they put on and it was like a three-hour concert, what? and they ah. were Holy. they had like a. Like from the Philharmonic, a cello player and a, mm-hmm. and a uh, violinist, and they had like a this tenor singer, uh, like a it, it was incredible. Wow. They had, they had Christmas music, like je- regular music, Jens Joplin music. Mm-hmm. Um, they even had like a B- BTS, what's that?
4: Uh,
1: the, um, the
6: the 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 Korean, the Korean band, the Korean, Korean boy Pop band. Talk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they have a Hanukkah song they they do. So they did a because uh, oh, happy Hanukkah to all of our uh yes. you know, friends who are celebrating today. Um yeah so that that was really fun um and uh Linda and I booked our next vacation so uh, we're ah, where uh, are we going <laughs> we're going to Punta Cana in uh, April
1: nice nice uh
6: and uh I think uh Capicana resort uh, which is one of their kind of more affluent. Like, we, it, you can do so much without kids. Mm-hmm. It's such a- Oh, I can't wait. It's I'm, so I'm awesome. I'm, all, I'm
0: dreaming. It's so
6: awesome. <laughs> like, like, you know, we're just upgrading everything. Right. And yeah. Butler, yes, oh. sure. Keep
0: talking dirty to me, Victor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
6: really, can't that can't come soon enough. I took every Friday off in February. I, I, I did that last year. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to do that for the rest of my life.
1: Um, why February? Uh, like, it's the shortest just, month. Why would you want to like, just
6: well, well, February plus the first week of um, March? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just because, like, wh- why not? I okay. because I have a lot of vacation and Linda yeah. doesn't get as much, so I sure. need to use up my my time somehow. So, why not just take my Fridays off? Why not? All right, who nice. said no <laughs> anyway? So, uh, yeah, awesome. That's my update. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, my update. I don't, I mean. Tanya and I did the same thing. Uh, I'll say about the BNL <laughs> show, the Bernicke Lady Show. I and I, I wrote this on Twitter or whatever. We really miss Stephen Page being part of that band. Definitely, uh, the, a voice that rich and that strong. It, when you take it out of that band, it, you know he's the second, He's a primary songwriter and everything. It it's a very different show. I mean, the other guys who filled in filled in admirably, but it was just different. Like he, when you hear Brian Wilson, you expect to hear St- J- uh, Stephen Page. Sing it, Mm -hmm. not Ed Robertson. And so, you know, that part of it was a little bit of a letdown, but they put on a really good show. They've got a lot. They even, Victor, you probably appreciate this a lot. They even played the theme to the Big Bang uh, Theory. I didn't that's know That's a great song. That's it's, that's it's a great song. It's a solid that's song, solid. but I didn't know there were more verses to it. Didn't
4: <laughs> you? Know? No, oh, I had no idea. Oh,
1: <laughs> you <laughs> don't have it on your playlist? No, it's just to me but I hear the, the the 15 second one that they do at I the I remember of the, the first
3: time I heard the whole thing and I'm like there's more. Yeah. And I remember that. So I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but they've been on a good show. They even did some old school BNL, you know, they came out and just kind of busted it um uh with with uh, you know, bongo drums and acoustic guitar and they did the the old school what they used to do on queen street before they got discovered so that was cool and when tanya's talking about people watching yeah being in the casino and watching some of these people like this one woman she opened her purse up and pulled out two thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills to 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 play blackjack and she just you know threw it on the table like it was nothing and it was yeah it was crazy and then tanya turns to me and say remember when we used to come here with our gst checks you know (laughs) we totally did (laughs) 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 i love love that andrew's canadian he's laughing his ass off because he knows exactly what i'm talking about it was 66 dollars
3: 66 $66 dollars in gst check and it was like well we've already spent it so let's see if we can double it
6: Sixty-six dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, with my flying V system, you mm-hmm. could sit at the uh, roulette
1: table for go. like a couple of hours. Of course, yeah. Victor's got a system. But um, anyway,
4: yeah. oh,
3: roulette was interesting. That we've—I don't think we've ever played roulette. The the poker people. I was standing there watching, and this guy is like, "Come on in, and we'll we'll take it easy on you." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Like I can see you coming a mile away, dude. What I happened to GST
1: checks? Do those things still happen or or not? Yeah, you have to be really poor to get them. Okay, so that's why we were getting them twenty years ago. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, so, what's
1: changed for you in uh, twenty? Apparently. years? Apparently, so when uh, when the casino first opened, I remember we we were all excited and we would we take did. our GST checks or yeah. sixty six dollars. We would get every I sent a, what is that every Sarah
3: and Greg, yeah, few we,
1: months or something. I don't know how often you get them, but uh, and then we'd go up to the casino and yes, <laughs> Gore better than using our U, UI checks. Yes, yeah, so it was, yeah. so it was like. Not free money, but you know what I mean—kind of extra. We'd money. We'd already
3: spent the money, and then yeah. we were giving it back. So then we thought, well, let's yeah. see what we can do with it.
1: <laughs> and uh, we would probably, you know, spend the whole, you know, the whole thing playing slot machines. It was, but good. it was fun, anyway.
3: But yeah, I, I, I actually could not watch the woman uh, after I saw the display of of two thousand dollars and just, just so easy to, poof. and I'm like, yeah. wow.
1: Yeah, we, we were had, having some chats on on in the Discord on how everyone's feeling like the the pinch I, this year around holiday season, just watching that kind of,
3: uh, I'm like, we could buy a snowblower wastefulness. Like, is, yeah, it's something how would else. You, I felt like asking, would you like to contribute to a snowblower yeah. this year for somebody that has a bad back?
1: <laughs> Andrew, how have you been bud?
6: Oh, Andrew, before you go, mm-hmm. um, I just got a text uh, from my son. He was not amused by my comments about Taking vacation without kids
1: oh he's watching
6: <laughs> he's watching wow <laughs> hello william
3: watching and commenting
4: that's
0: the that's Was probably that? the better of the comments we yeah said. that's awesome that's yeah awesome <laughs> <laughs> sorry andrew go
5: <laughs> no worries um this week yeah what a uh, what a long month this week has been hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> no it actually wasn't that bad uh like i just kind of like just started my time off mm-hmm. so just kind of going through like all the like I, it's spring cleaning in the winter yeah and then uh, i had to go to uh, my girlfriend's christmas party and then i had my kid the next day and then i had to sleep in this morning it's a, it's a rough life oh yeah, yeah i had to <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. But you, um, go to your boss and give him your my my brilliant snowmobile idea for the the go kart track. Go snowmobiles. That's,
4: yeah,
5: that's not a bad idea. that I, then I so. could work all year round. Yeah. I just yeah. I wonder what the logistics would be in. It. I'll 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 have to think on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in other words, it's a horrible yeah, idea, I'm not, no, not going to mention it to anyone. It's <laughs> probably
5: not going to happen in my time, but it'll happen in somebody's time. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, I mean. Oh, sorry, were you done? Oh yeah, yeah. mean, yeah. Okay. I'm in. yeah. <laughs> so why don't we get this rig rolling? We'll start with our Twitter roll call and thank you. Welcome to new, not not so new Twitter followers, Kevin Cloutier from Chicago, and he's no relation to Kim that we know of. Tyson Halla from Underhill, Wisconsin. Matt Locke from Nashville. Warren G. from Oregon. Sarah and Ryan. uh, Lacey. Shu from Camarillo, California. Ken Jacoby from Phoenix. Young Nova from Houston. Jim Boziet from Elbridge. Nodog, Dog. Uh, John Story from (laughs) Yorkshire, most of the time. Uh, Fried Dextracts from uh, LA. Nerdly. John Pretty from Maple Valley, Washington. Cat Catnell uh, XX from Floor 13, T- Taffo Tweets from U- the UK, Trish La, David Do- Doville from uh, Vancouver, Captain Lou 204 from Canada, Mitch- Michelle Hetzel, Joseph Barrett from Enola, Pennsylvania, Maple Leaf 73, Callie Sedgemore from Vancouver, PGA Golf from St. Louis, Jessica Dragonheart from Bowling Green, Kentucky, Matt McGuire, James Robinson from Houston, Kings Promo from Phoenix, Alex Holloway from Loveland, Ohio, because I am Elle Finley from Chicago, Thomas Menger, Faru, oh, Farouk Fizulozoda from Tajikistan. Uh, Men Yeti. Uh, Don't, Don't think son from uh, New Jersey. Jamie Del. Oh man. Delano Delanois. Um, Chris from London, England. Tim the Wizard from Oviedo, Florida. Bill Miller, Miller from Troy, Michigan. Jojo Mama from uh, 1965 from Americus, Georgia. Uh, Kevin from Milwaukee. Colin from uh, East Syracuse, New York. Martin Kip from Ottawa, Ottawa. <clears throat> Florida men on Florida man from Florida. Uh, <laughs> Dark Valkyrie three fifty from uh, Laguardo. Sarah V N. That's our our friend Molasses. Figgle Snarfs and Sophia <laughs> Lucille, thank you for following and hopefully for listening. <laughs> oh, my soundboard just... Come on. Previously. There we go. On Letter Canning. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode five of the Shorzy season two, The Man Advantage. That episode received a fresh rating from everyone except yours truly, who gave it a clearance. According to our scientific Twitter poll, 87.1% gave the episode a fresh rating, 10.6% agreed with me, and 2.4% need to find someone who remembers their name. Uh, this week, we re- recap and review season the season two finale, Accountability. Uh, have you done your homework, Tanya? Yeah, it is. You better, because they're going to call you on it if you didn't. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Matt?
3: I think yes, I stayed sir. awake for the whole thing, yeah. too.
1: And remember, just a head, heads up, you're going first
3: you know, uh, on all, I, I'm, on I'm all here. this shit. I'm with you. Okay. Thank you. Just Thank you.
1: Sure. Victor, you. have you done your homework? Yes, no. Now, i've done my homework and andrew yes, have you done no. your homework
5: <laughs> i've uh i've done my homework and skimmed the material once or twice
1: oh okay you got the cole's notes version did you
6: uh yeah
1: maybe okay
6: well don't <laughs> for us get to the chorus
1: let's start we open on a title card that reads two months ago set to the music i am aquarius by Metronome metronomy Feel like I'm our meeting Twitter roll call again, it's the infamous <laughs> Blueberry Bulldogs calendar photo shoot. Goody is being photographed and receiving direction from Nat Megan Zeig. The sluts are also are also there, except for Shorzy, but they're being not not being much help. Uh, in walks Shorzy wearing sunglasses. His skin is a Trumpian shade of orange, except. except his ears and his mouth (laughs) everywhere he stares (laughs) it's true come on anyway everyone stares hitch is finally the first one to speak what are you doing my son what are you doing
0: your face
2: bro what's he doing what's it look like why does he have his tarp on what huh Why would he have his tarp off? Because if I'm abroad looking at a sexy calendar of dudes, I'm probably hoping they have their tarps
5: off
0: Your face is orange It
5: looks like you ate an Oompa Loompa's
0: mitt What the fuck is wrong (laughs) with you, dude?
5: You look like the tip of Chester Cheetah's dick, my guy
0: Did you get a spray tan?
2: Why, thought everybody would have a spray tan (laughs) Why? Because if I'm abroad looking at a sexy calendar of dudes, I'm probably hoping they have a spray tan
0: Settle down
1: And Nat asks Shorzy why he's wearing sunglasses. After he got the spray tan, he looked in the mirror and the whites of his eyes were so white it kind of freaked him out. Fish thinks this is hilarious. Nat asks Shorzy to take his tarp off so they can have a look. Sure as he wants to wait until the grease down before to take before he takes his tarp off.
2: Grease down? Oh my god!
1: What's up. So
2: dumb. Why would you have a grease down? Because if I'm abroad broad looking at a sexy calendar of dudes, I'm probably hoping they're greased down. How is that shade of orange even an option? I mean, it's almost <laughs> offensive. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> is your You body that color? Yeah.
5: You and <laughs> your junk? Yeah. Nice.
3: They did your junk too. I did
2: my own junk. How? You just. Take the spray gun. You spray your junk. A monkey could do it. Did
3: you do your butthole too?
2: Let's just get these guys greased down and spray tan, so we can be done with it. What? You want everyone to get a spray tan? Well, except Dolo. Why not Dolo? <laughs> well, he can if he wants to. He's included. You're an idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Meek thinks this is a bit much. Not ask Shorzy why he did all of this.
2: Because a year ago you were going to fold the team. We couldn't win a game. But then you kept the team together and we won the league. Now no one can beat us. So, if you say you want us to do a sexy calendar so that you can host the National Senior Tournament. So we can. Sudbury.
0: For the community. By the community.
5: What are you trying to say, Shorzy?
2: Whatever you need. (laughs) (laughs) Give your balls a tug. I got
4: you.
1: This proclamation of support softens Nat. The song Me Plus You by A-Trip uh, starts playing. Nat orders the other sluts to go get spray tan, come back, take their tarps off, and get greased down. They leave to do just that. Nat announces that the sluts are going to make her some money. Then she she walks up to Shorzy, takes off his sunglasses, revealing Shorzy's reverse raccoon look. It looks like Nat <laughs> holds back laughter for a second, then tells her captain that he's up first. And, <laughs> and the cold open ends there. <laughs> all right Tanya do you remember this cold open I do okay I do let's talk about it
3: who would not remember this this was like so funny like this is probably the funniest cold open that they've had so far in Shorzy um yeah, I dare say. It was it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love the um if he was um what was it? Something eating a a, a Oompa Loompa's mitt. Yeah. um mitt. <laughs> a like come on.
1: Awesome says like, ate an umpalumpa's mitt will never not make me dissolve into helpless giggles. <laughs> yes, it's it is like, might be the line of the episode. <laughs>
3: that is, is just so funny. Um the uh, the his eyes being white scared him. Um he's wearing the sunglasses. I'm wondering too if Green down, it isn't just going to make it more of a hot mess if it's a spray tan. Like, is it just going to streak and get into weight? Just grow. Anyways, um, turn
1: it into a paste like the <laughs>
3: whole. Yeah. The the whole thing about Dolo. Well, he can't if he wants, but like <laughs> it was just it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It really, really was. Um, and, and then the deep dive into Shorzy's reason for, for why he did what he did and uh, why he's, he's wanting the, the guys to do the same— Um, and him saying that he got, uh, that, uh, he has Nat, I got you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's like really, really showing that other side of him, which we did not see in any of the letter, Kenny. Mm -hmm. Um, we are now seeing it with, uh, especially in the last two episodes with him and, uh, Laura Moore Mm -hmm. and now him with Nat and, uh, Well, we really have seen a lot of that side of him, you know, the crying and the holding um, Sanger's uh, It's been like little things here and there. Um,
1: And when he's around his family, too, which uh, we'll get to, I'm sure, later. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been great.
0: Matt. Yeah, this. I mean, this is by far one of the best cold opens we've seen in a long time. End to end. It's uh, it's got everything, man. It's got some of the best laughs Mm -hmm. we've had. I mean the the whole comment about Dolo being included mm-hmm. that absolutely slayed <laughs> uh, when he changed his tone he's like whatever you need like <laughs> like the 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 physical comedy and and the the voice changing and all, like it's just it's so spot on um but I love the like the the whole story arc in this thing where it comes in it's just a complete joke and then as Tanya called out the the meaning behind mm-hmm. his passion and his commitment to the team uh, comes through so strong to end on that really sort of heartfelt moment at the end with him and Nat. And you're right, I caught that too, where she wanted to laugh, but yeah. it's just like she's so appreciative of what he just said and what he means. To it, it was it was perfect. It was absolutely
4: perfect.
3: Have we ever went flash fo- flash behind? Has it ever? Because I I don't, I don't re- ever remember seeing like two flash months behind. ago. <laughs> <Flash behind>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Have you ever flashed your behind, Al? Is that what she's asking?
1: I haven't, but Tanya's got a story. We'll talk about that in the after party. Um, Uh, uh, Flashback? I can't. uh, Yeah, yeah. In in season one, uh, they flash, like, there's, in the very last episode, when Troisi's in the bathroom puking or whatever the sluts come to him and talk to him. We can't hear what they're saying, but then oh, right, yeah. the game happens. So and then sure. later on, they show you what but
3: the whole, like two months ago. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. remember it ever flashing up like that. And,
0: mm-hmm. and this was so important that they did this as the episode progresses. Yeah. And then thinking yeah. of the whole season, I think yeah. this was absolutely necessary to have as a scene. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad they did it.
1: Mm-hmm. Aaron has a good point here. His reason also circles back to every action he made this season too. uh, watching it again, makes it, uh, Uh, Yeah, come come out tenfold for sure. Like everything that happened this season, it kind of explains his yeah his reasoning with everything. Uh, Victor,
6: yeah, you know what? Like by the end, I kind of um, it felt like it wasn't even a cold open. Mm -hmm. I it lasted a really long time, Mm -hmm. and it there was and and the gimmick of it kind of went away very quickly. And you know, so you're kind of watching it and you're thinking, okay, we're in the episode, right? Yeah. We're, and then and then you get that little uh, logo, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that was a cold open. Mm-hmm. So it didn't it didn't really, you know? It's like, yeah, I guess it was a good cold open, but also maybe because it was shot like a full scene mm-hmm. and it wasn't yeah. really shot like a cold open. Um, because I would argue, if we're literally talking about cold opens, this the the one with Nat. Uh, I, I I might right. put, yes. put 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 above that like in, <laughs> in in terms of what you would truly call call a cold open right so oh, that one's um, uh, war- this this, warmer this than just cool, felt yeah. like a scene mm-hmm.
1: agreed um I mean Shorzy doesn't do cold opens like they like they did in Letter yeah. Kenny right like it Shorzy the cold opens usually are they have to do with the story still yeah and 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 it's a continuation generally of what's going on before but yeah we went from you know. Probably my least favorite cold open last week, if you want to call that a cold open, too. Oh, did you not like the one last week? Uh, I can't remember. but I might have to go check okay. my notes. But anyway. It uh, was this, the one
3: I fell asleep in.
1: Yes. This yeah, one yeah. here <laughs> was amazing. Loved it. Probably one of my favorites. Uh, Victor, I do agree. The that one might might beat this out just a bit. But, no. but not by much. <laughs> Come on. You guys, are, are, you guys trip- are pigs, man. Yeah, I know. Um, but either way, like, I loved it, the, the humor in this. And and just Shorzy's sta- standing there with this ridiculously orange and really bad spray job because he's missing parts on his neck and his ears are still white and his, around his mouth like it. He's, he's he's in, in but his
6: che- junk was orange too, so yeah. you can take <laughs> so, uh, comfort in that.
1: He went as far <laughs> as doing his junk, but he missed some obvious spots on his face. Um, but he went full cheeto cheeto face there, and uh, <laughs> you, you got to you know <laughs> admire, oh, I guess the the uh, um uh, the attention to detail. Andrew, what would you think?
5: Well, I mean, you guys kind of basically all said it, but mm-hmm. like one of the things that I will point out about this one is like. He's fucking right. Like, honestly, if you think about it, though, he's fucking everything he says. He's fucking absolutely right. Like, why was this overlooked in the first place when they were planning on doing a sexy calendar? Right. Like, tarps off, grease down. That's the. <laughs> he was a hundred percent right. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's basically all I got to say about it. Like,
1: <laughs> he's got a, a, a very customer first mentality here right it's like if i'm <laughs> if i'm going to buy sure. a, a calendar full of sexy men i want to see them grease down and tarps off and and apparently yeah, like orange set yeah.
5: the tone yeah. like like you knew yeah you knew exactly what he was selling you knew exactly what it was for it was mm-hmm. for the hockey team it's for the boys like fuck whatever pride and shame that you have make the fucking calendar like yeah. That was, you know, set the tone. I'm a little.
0: Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it right. right? Uh, in, in, the,
1: in, in the last stream, they're saying, We want the calendar. Let us buy the fucking calendar. I'm a little shocked, oh, actually. Oh, that's a that good idea. W- the Letter candy store doesn't have this calendar.
0: I was thinking about that the other day. It felt like an obvious promo, like yeah. an obvious sale item. and good And call. maybe it's still coming. Who knows? But. It did feel obvious. I mean, I know
1: people don't generally buy calendars anymore, but I mean, there's still no. use, there's still garages. People buy uh, calendars. What are you talking about? Okay, fine, yeah. Victor. <laughs> <But I laughs>
6: well, no, like every every uh, December, the mm-hmm. in-center has a pop-up store yep. that only sells calendars. calendars. True. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, true. And every realtor in the world sends me a calendar every and, year. And what in do you do mail. with it?
1: And what do you do with it? Where is it? That's not
6: important.
3: Our pharmacy. Our pharmacy gives out a calendar every year.
1: Yeah, and what do we do with it?
6: True. Hey, I get Linda every day a cat a day calendar. Every day, every day new calendar. Cat a day. No, they could go and when you start your day, there's you. You rip off a a leaf and there's a new cat waiting. Stare waiting with a funny little uh, pose and comment for you.
3: A cat a day. It's
0: the softest
1: thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on to scene one out of the cold open. We start with a black screen, and we hear Hitch saying, "Now the buys uh, just has to decide who do we want to be. Uh, do we want to be the best team in the league this year, or do we want to be the best team in the league ever?" Cut back to present day. Uh, we pick up where we left off at the, in the last episode, where after Laura Moore offers Shorzy a, uh, to share a cab back to her place. Uh, Laura asks Shorzy what he's doing, and Shorzy says he can't. He's got to go home. When Laura asks why, Shorzy answers, accountability. Scene two, cut to Shorzy's apartment. The sluts are all sitting in the living room. Laurence Leboeuf is also there with Frankie.
2: I wouldn't ask you guys to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. I could have gone home last night with a girl I've been trying to take home for a year, and I didn't. Laura? No. Well, I
1: you've been trying to take <laughs> home for a more and <laughs> more.
2: That's accountable. wasn't
1: bi- Laura Moore, who was not Buddy, it? I
2: got broads from North Bay to Blind River want me to bang him. Nice. Fucking broads from Temiskaming to Nipissing want me to dink him. Well, it's all awesome I'm so saying. Good. Fucking Manitoulin to Magneto on, bitch. Well, come on out of it then. What are you doing here?
0: <laughs> I can wait in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, just give us five.
0: You really struck a nerve there. Eh? I love it. Yeah. Since,
1: <laughs> since Hitch isn't part of the problem, Shorzy's trying to solve. He leaves the room and waits in the bathroom, which seems to be his favorite place to hang out at the apartment. Like he's always <laughs> in the bathroom. Um, production note. When Shorzy is rhyming off all the towns from where, you know, from the, where the girls that want to bang him are from. Uh, since the last few were alliterations, they really missed an opportunity for him to say from list to letter Kenny. That would have been like an awesome little
3: mm, that insert good, there. Good call.
1: Anyway. Back to the anti-pep talk from Shorzy.
2: Accountability. Frankie, tell Laurence not to leave her tampons on the counter. Get no, those are Frankie's. <laughs> LaRose leaves hers under the sink.
4: <laughs> <What>?
2: <laughs> I was from sex. Withstood. Withstood from it? Just withstood. I didn't smash her. Not Laura Moore. Okay? <laughs> Two nights before our final game with the Yanks. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here to tell you to refrain refrain it refrain from it i'm not here to tell you not to hammer ass but you need to be accountable right you never got any legs in the third because you already played a period between the sheets if you want to hammer ass all day you can't be dogging it come game time
1: dolo doesn't understand dogging it uh laurence (laughs) leboeuf explains uh this reminds goody of pogos for some reason uh shorzy (laughs) wants a dip uh, Hitch offers to bring some, but Shorzy isn't done with his speech yet.
2: You got teammates that rely on you. In a whole town that's depending on you. You need to be accountable. So maybe you try just once. Not hammer an ass all night the night before a game.
1: Dolo and Goody agree to behave. Shorzy leaves. The last where he's going. Shorzy answers, home. Next scene cut to Nat's office. Nat and her team are staring at the calendar photos on her wall, doing some math. They did 30,000 in calendar sales. That's a lot of calendars. The man advantage night at the Colson brought them up to 40,000. There's still 10,000 short uh, of being able to host the national senior men's hockey championship. Nat asks for ideas. Next scene cut to Shorzy's father's Shorzy's father leading the rest of the shore family and grace around the table, uh, the dinner table, Shorzy's sister, Carrie, wonders if they should pray, uh, say a little prayer for the Bulldogs. Mo says they don't need to. Their father op- offers up a toast instead. You don't want to lose to the Yanks. Then he turns to welcome a guest at the table, Mikey. He's Shorzy's niece's, niece's Kayla's boyfriend. Shorzy decides Mikey needs to be initiated into the family dinner. So he starts making fun of Mikey's name. The others come to Sh- uh, Mikey's defense. Uh, Shorzy's dad asks Mikey what he likes to do for fun. Mikey likes esports because before Shorzy can say anything, Kayla defends him. It's legit. There are tournaments and leagues. Mo adds that Mitch Marner, uh, he's a Toronto Maple Leafs player, owns a league. Uh, They're really popular. Shorzy responds by saying it doesn't make them respectable. But Carrie tries to ignore Shorzy. So how many people play in your league, Mikey?
2: Yeah, Mikey, what's the concussion protocol in your league? What color are most of the kids? What's a trophy you play for? The fucking Reese Peanut Butter Cup?
1: I heard Mikey's the hardest working player in this league.
2: Hardest worker? The only thing these guys play through is having a fucking pee from drinking fucking pot. Waffle! I only do it because I love you, Kayla. He gets vetted just like everybody who wants to date my family. Oh, man Except pretty since she was already in the family. <laughs>
1: Free isn't taking that abuse. She strikes back.
2: Speaking of embarrassing, why don't you ask Shorzy about the time his ninth grade girlfriend came running into my room crying because he couldn't get it up. I didn't want to get it up. Oh, Mikey, if she saw that big dink, boy, she'd really be crying. Oh, my God. I was just looking out for her. Were ya? She'd never be the same after that. <laughs> What's it? Kid's got her whole life ahead of her. Was that Sarah? That's somebody's daughter, you know? Amber. I said, you think you want it. You got no idea what you're getting yourself into here. Okay, Waffle. Mm-hmm. Who knows where she'd be today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that attempt to embarrass Shorzy backfired, so Free decided on a different tact.
2: Looks like everything was working just fine on our family vacation in Cuba. Free. When he was making out with a girl that was a guy? It's fucking hottest guy i ever seen. She was a real hot guy. Dad. He thought she was hot, too. Hot guy. A lot can happen after ten beers, huh, Waffle? Why, he... I thought she was a girl. She was a real hot guy. Good lips. Dad. Those <laughs> gals pay good money to get themselves looking like that, can't be too shocked if they get the odd one by you. I don't think it's fair if they don't tell you up front. <laughs> and really good on him. I'll tell you who this whole thing is most unfair to is girls who already look a little bit like guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. I'm just saying, the way things are going, if she looks a little bit like a guy, you've got in mind she probably really is
1: one. Time to pull a Yui.
2: Anyone else you got free? This is batting practice.
1: Cut to after dinner, the Shore family say their goodbyes to each other with long hugs set to the song Patience by Porches. Uh, they, all take, they all take turns telling Shorzy they love him, including Free, and wishing him luck on the big game. Shorzy even cries a little on his father's shoulder. Uh, then afterwards, Shorzy says he's glad they're all so close. Carrie responds with, success isn't success unless you have someone to share it with. Shorzy ponders this. Cut to the next scene, Shorzy's in front of Laura Moore's house, uh, carries words still ringing in his, I- in his head. Uh, Laura opens her front door, sees Shorzy. They stare at each other for a second. Then Laura removes her top, turns around and walks up her stairs, looking back for Shorzy to follow her. He does, thankfully, closing the door behind him. Uh, next scene, cut to Shorzy's apartment. Dolo and Goody stand before their girlfriends, who don't look too pleased with them. Uh, we're led to believe the boys turned them down for some toe curling. Scene 7, cut to an episode of Questionable Call. Nick and her panel are teeing up the Bulldogs' potentially record-breaking game. The Blooster Club are traveling to Sioux, Michigan to witness the historic game. There's no shortage of bad blood between the two teams, citing Shorzy as the instigator for most of it. They cut, some, they cut to some mic'd up moments from their previous contests where Shorzy's making fun of Schnur's name and age, Delaney's co habit, and Palmer's size and intelligence. And Nick says it's up to the Bulldogs. Do they want to be the best team in the league this year or the best team in the league ever? Cut to the musical montage set to On You by Laura. The Bulldogs leaving the Sudbury Arena and boarding the team bus to Michigan with their supporters there to see them off. Then arriving that evening in Sioux, Michigan and entering the arena. Next scene, Corey and Liam are also there to capture video of the action. Corey's wearing his walkie-talkie clipped to his shoulder. Liam takes notice.
5: Oh, well, well, look who finally came around. Not too worry about getting your
1: dink sucked tonight, eh?
3: Got my dink sucked this morning. <laughs>
1: um, Nat and management are also at the arena looking down at the ice. Nat asks if she wished Sanger good luck. Meeg says she uh, she's his good luck charm. Meeg asks Nat if she's going to say hi to Schnur. She already did. Nat already got what she wanted after after. Nah from him uh you don't you don't date sluts you just take them down Nat need needed a different favor a pre-game interview with Jory. jory uh Zig nat how she got them to do that cut to schner delaney and palmer sitting for their interview uh schner informs them that jory has cancer uh palmer asks what what kind schner says it doesn't matter they're doing this for the kid Neither delaney nor palmer look pleased and then enter jory
2: Hi, I'm Jory Jordan. This is the Sudbury Kids Sports Report, U.S. Edition. I'm here with three members of the Sioux Hunt. Gentlemen, please state your name and ethnicity.
1: Ethnicity? If you know (laughs) it. pal. I don't think that's important. You
2: don't think race is important? Okay, we'll skip the land acknowledgement. Y'all played a stint in the show. Yes. Palmer, Delaney did too much coke. How'd you fuck it up? (laughs) Schneider, would you agree that Palmer looks like he did
1: more coke than Delaney? Listen, kid. Just a sec. Jory interrupts his interview by pretending to take a phone call on a banana. Next scene. Cut to the Bulldogs locker room. <laughs> Sanger gives a quick pep, pep talk, then does the roll call, and each f- player responds with the "Yahoo." Uh, then Sanger gets down to strategy.
2: Nothing comes easy against the Americans. You'll have to work for every inch. They're gonna line match Palmer against Shorzy tonight. So, Jim. Yeah, Jim.
5: Yes, Jim.
2: You say jump, we say hi-hi, Sanger. We're relying on you to take him out early. You gotta set the tone! We'll start with Shorzy's line, but get control of the puck and get off the ice. Let the gyms do the thing. You good, Jim? Yeah. Jim? Yes. Jim? We've overcome a lot of adversity this season, both personally and as a team. We found Michaels, who's helping to reach for the top team and go to sectionals. And boys, I found someone to share my success with. I found
1: someone knows me name, buzz. A girl who just wants to hang out, play some tunes. Laurence LeBeuf. Laurence do
2: Goodie? Hello? Did you hammer ass all night? No one but him. No. Really?
1: Accountability.
2: Hey! <laughs> it's not a big deal to dismiss one night. You go back to hammer and ask tonight. I can you call your parents. Not a big deal. I wasn't finished, or was Oh, sorry, Jim. We're going to hurt Palmer.
1: So, to answer your question, yes, we're ready to set the tone. Thanks, Jims. Sanger informs the team that the Sioux Hunt want to do something different tonight. They want to introduce the Bulldogs one by one. When asked why, Sanger doesn't know. Maybe it's because it's a historic night and they want to mark the occasion. Scene 12, cut to the game. The Bulldogs wait in the tunnel to be introduced. The first player introduces number four, Mr. April, Brent Goodleaf, as Goody, as Goody's calendar picture is projected on all the walls of the arena to booze, jeers, and laughter. Next up is number 14, Mr. November, Ted Hitchcock. Before taking the ice, Hitch reminds Shorzy that he said the calendar would bite them in the ass. Next up is number 69 and Mr. July. But the scene cuts before we hear Shorzy's actual full name. Uh, Now we cut to the national anthems and the Sioux Hunt have another surprise uh, up their camouflage sleeves. There's a special rendition of the Canadian national anthem by (laughs) 10-year-old Doogie Bebo, who's learning to play the recorder. And by the sounds of it, hasn't had a real lesson yet. Oh. That's enough of that.
3: Why is that so much more funnier <laughs> right there?
1: <laughs> that the fucking tone. <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, the kid the, the worse he, he fucks up the the more he fucks up the worse it gets, right? Like he just starts like <laughs> zooming through it. It's really bad. Uh that's enough of that. During the entire Canadian anthem, instead of crying, Shoresy's getting increasingly furious. The the American anthem follows, and by comparison, it sounds like Whitney Houston at the nineteen ninety one Super Bowl. Uh, then it's game time. Shorzy <laughs> lines up for the opening face off against Delaney, who brags that he that they pulled out all the stops for the Bulldogs. Shorzy swears to Delaney that he'll get him for what for that fucking anthem. Palmer threatens Mister July that he'll uh, be all up in his kitchen all night. Shorzy tells him off. He'll see how how uh, how he's talking in about five minutes. The puck drops, and the Bulldogs win possession, dump the puck to the Sioux zone, and quickly change lines. The Jim's line comes on, and all three Jim's make a beeline for Palmer. They drop the gloves and take the big guy down. When the smoke clears, Palmer is done before it begins. All three Jim's are also thrown out. The ref calls them fucking psychos. Uh, Corey radios Liam, asks him if he's uh, ready to watch this team play three inches smaller. Cue the musical game montage set to the song Your Man by Joji. The uh, first line takes the ice. Frankie looks into the stands and sees Laurence Leboeuf arriving. This makes him happy. He immediately scores a goal to put the Bulldogs up 1-0. But then Schnur ties it up for the hunt. First period ends tied at once. In the locker room during the intermission, the team celebrates the gyms for setting the tone. Uh, Sanger reminds them they still have uh, two periods to play. Second period, Pam arrives at the arena. Hitch spots her while sitting on the bench. On his next shift, he t- uh, he hitch takes a water bottle or makes the water ball fly once more and puts the bulldogs up two one. But now it's Delaney's turn to tie things up back with the goal. Shorzy's getting worried about the record. Then he sees Laura Moore arrive at the game. On his next shift, Shorzy looks uh, hooks Delaney between the legs and sends him down. But the second period ends with the teams deadlocked to two. Production note: I love how when Frankie and Hitch see their girlfriends. They respond by scoring goals. But when Shorzy sees Laura Moore, he responds by cheap shotting Delaney. So it's like I guess he knows. <laughs> you wrong. Role. Yeah. Different superpowers. Yeah. Second intermission in the Bulldogs locker room Sangers reminding them that they have one final period to play. Shorzy goes to Goody and Dolo. All well, boys, ready
2: to play your first third period of the
1: season? Lots of leg, Shorzy.
2: Here's where we need you, boys. We need you right fucking out, right here in the third, all right? We need everybody going here in the third. Everything you fucking got, all right? Everybody. Everything you got. Leave it all fucking out there. Here we fucking go now.
1: Third period starts. Michaels sees Mercedes arrive at the arena. This gives him renewed energy, cut to a bunch of brilliant saves by Michaels. Next up, Britt and Mel- Mel- Melody uh, arrive at the arena. Dolo and Goody see them. First, Goody scores from a Dolo pass. Then Fish fakes a shot from the point and feeds it to Dolo, who goes in and puts one in the uh, top glove side corner uh, to put the Bulldogs up 5-2. And that's how the game will end. The Bulldogs cement their legacy as the greatest no-show team ever. And we are treated to quick flashbacks of the season leading up to the win. Final scene, two days later, Shorzy Shorzy and Nat sit in her office.
2: How are you feeling? I'm still drunk. We'll get
5: it out of you now. You've got to keep this heater going through playoffs.
2: Don't worry, Nat. We're winning the no-show and going to the National Senior Tournament. I know. So it was Schnurr who was fucking you. I was fucking him. Whatever. So all the boys
5: got their girls, eh?
2: Nat, I think at the end of the day, that's all any of us are really playing for.
5: You're going to win us a ship.
2: We'll never lose again.
5: What if I told you you could do it all on home ice?
2: Last time I checked, you were 10K short of the necessary 50K. Good effort, but still an L.
5: We got the 50. How? The. Huh? The Sioux Hunt. I think their fans must have really loved your calendar shots blown up like that. Every fan in the ring bought one. How much? Enough to clear 50K. We made our bid for the National Senior Tournament, and we got it. The best hockey teams in Canada coming here to play for the national title against you in Sudbury. You got anything to say?
2: Let's set the fucking tone.
1: And we fade to black. That is the season finale of Shore Z season two. All right, so for initial uh thoughts on this episode, Tanya, you are up first.
3: I'm going. Um there is so much. I know we keep on saying that, but holy hell. There is so much to unpack again in this episode. Um as for pretty much this whole season. Um or yeah. Um Okay, so We get Shorzy and Laura Moore again. uh, A flashback to what happened in the previous episode. Um, I love that Shorzy didn't want to um, go with Laura. Um, I found there was like some inconsistencies there though because he was like, "Okay, you gotta set the tone," and saying to the guys. you know, don't yep. play a game between the sheets. But then he ends up later in the episode mm-hmm. knocking on Laura's door. And, and it was the night before, because he said all night before the game. And then there he is before the game, because they were then loading the bags onto the buses and leaving and going out. So um I'm wondering where his, because he didn't want to do it two nights before, but he did it the night before. And where he sees that as being, um, you know, that
1: he was okay. Why did he or get a pass on was, accountability? Yeah, right? because
6: he was at the family dinner and he yeah, heard cat, the comment his, yeah, about his, his you sister know, said and, it,
1: and so he yeah. it made him so think.
6: he so he, he, he broke he his own.
1: The rule was his, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he broke his own rule
3: because of his yeah. sister. And what?
1: His sister's saying it's not. It's it's not. You didn't success. sleep through that scene, did you? It's not success unless you have someone to share with it. She she said the she said the same thing that Michael's yeah is always saying. So it made him, sure. think.
3: and
6: then it immediately went to that scene right yeah. after she said it.
0: Yeah, he broke the rule. You're not wrong, hundred percent. He, he went against what he told the guys. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. Broke but that was rule. that wasn't like confusing. That was obvious. Yeah. Like, and also, was, that, th- that was the whole.
1: point. I think. Uh, I mean, the evidence shows he wasn't expecting Goody and Dolo to follow the sure. rule, right? Sure. Because he was surprised when they told him that they they didn't do anything. So yeah. there you
3: go. All right. Um, Shorezy's father dinner table. They fit that in. Um, that was interesting. Um, again, the family dynamics with, um, <laughs> his upbringing and that whole thing, it did just not even ter- totally sure how to unpack that one. Um, the esports comical. Cause I think I've said the same thing. I'm wasn't entirely sure that that was a sport. I don't call it's it. It's not a sport. sport but like anyways. Okay. Um, um, I, I it's funny that Shorzy was deflecting all of the uh, insults from the sister saying that he didn't want to scare the girl. And that's why she went running out of his room and said that he couldn't get it up. I thought that was funny. Um, questionable call. They fit one of those in like, come on. They fit in so much. Corey and Liam. Um, I'm, I, as soon as he said, um, that he got his dink sucked, uh, in the morning, I was wondering if that was a line that he ran with his mom.
2: <laughs> of course it is. I can't
3: <laughs> help it. Every time he talks, I was like, mm, <laughs> what did mom say when you said that? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, George, j- 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 that's a
6: call back to our interview. So yes. for those yeah. wondering what Tanya's talking
3: yeah. about. Uh, Jory and, um, you know, taking the call and his banana, I like really, that was funny. That was, I was, I thought that was pretty funny that he was like, so insulting to them is like, you know, this is yeah, nothing. Um, setting the tone again, uh, one by one, introducing them, the calendar is going to bite them in the ass and it <laughs> did bite them in the ass, but then in the end it ended up saving them and got them the 50 K that they needed. Um, and uh, the recorder, O Canada, that was not as funny as when you just played it now. <laughs> like when when they were playing the the recorder and Shorzy zoom in on his face, getting so bloody mad at the, at like just butchering the O Canada. And I was, but it was super funny when you just played it right now. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Again, there's just so much going on. Uh, the girls coming in. Uh, the locker room intermissions, like we got to be a part of that whole game. I, I feel like more than any of the other episodes, we got to be a part of that one. Um, and and we really got to, like, we got to see the pucks going. They must have taken so many shots. Like that was a lot of ice time. Um, I'm sure they
1: shot that over multiple days because yeah, that was a lot of hockey. That scenes, was a lot
3: sure. of hockey. Um, uh, the girls coming in, the guys' reaction. Uh, as you guys were saying about Shorzy, um, you know, he didn't he didn't get a puck in, but he got a cheap shot. Um, yeah. It, again, it's just a, a friggin loaded, loaded episode.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Matt?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll fly through a few things and focus on one area because I know everyone there's a lot of content here, as Tanya called it. A um, few standout moments for me. Uh, the, the grammar checks between LeBeouf and and Shoresy there while they're talking yeah, to live that, really, yeah. <laughs> really cracked me up. I <laughs> yeah. thought that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wish that they gave Mikey some dialogue in the family conversation. I would love to have seen him interact with or attempt mm-hmm. to interact with them. I think they could have had some fun with it rather than have him just sort of sit there and and like and, and, and yeah, and take it in. Um, but either way, I think mean, it was still fine. Tanya, you're not wrong, they fit in a lot of stuff, they fit that in. Oh, um questionable call was used brilliantly Mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't overwork it they just it was a good little middle of the ground like intermission to the episode that sets you up for the ending
1: i thought that was great and kind of reminding Uh, you okay here's the the past between these two teams this is why they hate each other and so on yeah
0: yeah used brilliantly uh Mm -hmm. the jory bit uh really made me laugh that was so good as well uh the one thing right at the end that made that i i this is just me going, this doesn't make any fucking sense, was when they talk about the final 10K that they made off the calendar sales. Mm -hmm. But if you notice the arena that they're in was not, the The blueberry bulldogs arena. No, where it's like it's a small arena. Yeah. It's a tiny little community arena. Yeah. There's probably like fifty people tops in there. So yeah. where they're getting ten k from fifty people? Those are expensive calendars. One hundred <laughs> calendars. Right?
6: <laughs>
3: How
0: expensive are
1: these fucking calendars?
0: <laughs>
3: One thousand dollars. <laughs>
0: like that's obviously me getting picky, but I definitely no, like, um, that. I'm or
1: or that. you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's ten dollars U S. But then you know when they bring it oh, over. Oh yeah, that's know, true. I didn't a,
0: think about that. Conversion so shit these
1: <laughs> is, you're,
0: You could be something. <laughs> um but i what i wanted to call out was um the again i've been doing this all season i want to continue it is is some of the cinematography and the work in on the production side of this this again was an episode that just thrived on that mm-hmm. um i do and, and I'll, I'll say this first and lead into some of the moments that stood out to me what kizo did in this season and Shoresy in general is basically teach a master class on music selection. Mm-hmm. And this this uh, episode to me was a huge uh, moment for that as well, especially that that last, not the very last on the your man or whatever it was called, the yep. hockey sequence. Mm-hmm. That set the tone for everything that was about to happen, right? They they've been going with that theme. Um, I thought that was used so brilliant. Like there was little moments like like when they cut to the scene where Michaels was making all the saves, every save was was cut to a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just felt so um, rhythmic and amazing. I loved it um, when and on the on the camera side, the, the dressing room scene between the second and third period, I loved it. Um, it looked like it was probably a fully handheld or maybe a bit of a stabilizer or a lot closer than what you usually get in their locker room scenes because normally they're, they have the kind of look and feel of how they hit a the locker room. But no, they're right up in Shorzy's face as he's delivering that kind of last let's get him speech. Um, I love the raw authenticity of that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made yeah. me really, really happy. Um, and then like the, the whole the loading the bus scene. So when Shorzy's walking down uh, through the through the hallways, passing everyone. And then they do that smooth, smooth transition to everyone wishing them off on the, uh, as they're getting into the bus. And t- I loved, I mean, that shit makes me so happy when I see it on screen. Mm-hmm. And again, I continue to say, I love how much they pushed Shorzy into being so much more playful and artistic with the way that they're handling the equipment and, and um, what they're doing. So I, I, I just applaud this season. I think they did a fantastic job of really just, Taking everything they've done through Letterkenny to a whole new level uh, with Shorzy, um And I just really wanted to call that out. So, yeah, masterclass in music, though. Like, this is how you choose music for things. And I can I even as I said to Jared when we when we talked with him is most of what I've heard through all of Letterkenny, all of Shorzy, I had never heard before. Mm-hmm. But I'm so thankful I have. And it all fits so well, like like pivotal, pivotal puzzle pieces in what they created um and so yeah it just was so good so good
6: all right so
1: good victor
6: yeah um so let's see not to rehash what's been said so far i i did like the jury scene it was, it was super <laughs> funny yeah. um I, so let me talk about some things that i didn't find that were great okay. um since you guys are going to continue to gush about the good stuff um so the family scene i th- i felt that was a miss there wasn't really anything funny about it i felt that um they could have i don't know they could have done so much more with it because we didn't get it for such a long time right and to go back and i i just felt it was a missed opportunity that whole thing about um uh about Chorzy and with the girl in the room mm-hmm. for me that was a throwaway like that was like, that's what a six, I, I I get it. Like he's in like an old teenager, but mm-hmm. that's, that's what, that's what a 16 year old kid would say. Right. It's not like he's, we just spent that, we just had that touching moment with him and and Laura Moore. And mm-hmm. he's come, kind of coming out and talking about, you know, Hey, he's doing this because he can be the real him, but is this the real him? Like, mm-hmm. or is this just a, you know, there's weird family dynamic. It's just a weird, it wasn't funny um and and then the 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 other thing that happened um and the other thing they talked about uh in the family uh they yeah the esports was okay it wasn't like tremendously funny and there was a third thing they talked about i it just it just didn't hit for me like i th- i was hoping for some good
1: laughter out of that mm-hmm. and uh, or the, some meaning the shorzy come, in come the out. transvestite um yeah,
6: yeah 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 the trans yeah exactly like <laughs> it's like who like i don't know just it, none it was just it, it was just there it happened mm-hmm. and it wasn't it, i it didn't really offer that much except it was a segue to him going back to laura moore um and and spending a night with her uh and 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 kudos uh to laura moore that was a nice scene as well um anyway so that was uh that was that wasn't great um the the um that that energy show what do they call it? Um, that Matt said was brilliant.
1: Questionable oh,
6: call. Questionable call. Yeah, questionable.
0: <laughs> yeah. I said uh, I said it was well used.
6: Yeah, it, I kind of thought it was a throwaway. Like I just felt like it. It's a. It's it's such a big production to get these people together, mm. <laughs> and it's like nothing. They didn't really.
1: And it they probably like, shot that. Uh, there's only two scenes in the entire se- season. They probably shot it all. One yeah I mean, yeah they probably, well, probably a one day shoot yeah yeah. yeah yeah
6: i just i just felt like if that scene never happened mm-hmm. we'd be go, we'd be fine
1: well, <laughs> like i, I don't i think it's there as a bit of a just reminding it's, people it's a little bit so of a setup a little yeah, bit just, of yeah
6: i just but like the, usually the whole like initially it was like to bring some laughter mm-hmm. and to bring some charisma and care like it was totally like there was zero like zero charisma to the thing it, mm-hmm. it was just it was just such a i don't know like okay. We're going to put that in just to so we can show you the chirps and then we're, you know, we're out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt like, again, it was just a bit of a throwaway. But but here's the big one. <laughs> so all the girlfriends, I don't know. I don't know if anybody was going to bring this up, but they get a big fat fail for me. So first of all, Why? so first of all. Yeah, Loris Leboeuf gets the A out of all of them because uh-huh. she at least, at least oh. she shows up in the first period. She's late, <laughs> but at least she shows up in the first okay. period.
1: Laura Moore. I wondered if you're gonna bring this up. Maybe they weren't just showing up or arriving. Maybe they were just coming in from the bathroom or something. Like maybe no, they, no. Like they were no, no. there the whole time. No, no, they
6: were showing up. <laughs> they were coming into the arena. They were you could clearly see that the players making eye contacts yeah, with them were uh, seeing them for the first time. I know. Because all of a sudden they get this stupid smile on their face. Yeah. No, no. They're showing up yeah. late. I don't know what the fuck they were doing but they're showing up late. Laura they Moore people know better. Yeah. She and,
1: and isn't she like a like yeah. a report says anyway. that there's a long wait at the border. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Laura Moore shows up. I think Mercedes too shows up in the second period. Embarrassing. But the worst, the worst, the worst yeah. embarrassing is mm-hmm. Brit and uh, Melody. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing showing up in the third period? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness! I'd say get the fuck out. Uh,
0: that's, that's a fire. This is thing. what you. This is what you found
6: issue with in this episode. Oh well, yes. <laughs> I, I am I wrong?
1: Am I no, wrong? No. Where's the you're loyalty? Not, you're not Where wrong. It's the
6: loyalty you know, when a friend the invites th- you, to the thought show, crossed my mind too. It's
1: like, they're showing up pretty late in the game, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a device, right? But I hear what you're saying. Maybe the anyway, waiter didn't so, bring so-
6: their bill for
3: dinner. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't their fault.
1: <laughs> of course you're taking
6: their side anyway. So that's what I got to say. Um, uh, those are my initial thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very specific. Yeah. Very
1: specific. <laughs> um, all right. This episode's great. Uh, yeah, Matt, I agree with you. The music and and the shot selection and everything everything about the cinematography on the show and the music. It's funny, somebody wrote uh, I feel it was on Blue Sky or something, somebody who's obviously not familiar with Letterkenny with the universe uh said Yoop. something like uh Shorzy's nothing but like a bunch of slow motion scenes set to music. And they're not <laughs> wrong, but I mean it's a style choice, right? And 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 you know, it they use it effectively and and we obviously all enjoy it. Um Victor, you're not wrong about the family meal scene. When I saw it happen, I got all excited because it was it was something that was was enjoyable from the first year uh, season. Um, you're right; it wasn't very funny, but I think what it is, it's just showing just how important family is to 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 Shorzy. So it could have been half the length and done the exact same thing. Uh, so I don't disagree with you, but I think there's a purpose for those scenes. And I would love to see more of them if they had more important things to do. But-
3: I think the reason for them is to show how he has been brought up. Yeah. Oh, chirping. Sure.
1: Oh yeah. That's, like
3: yeah. he chirps at the dinner table, like, and they give it and and take it just as like the father is chirping. At, like everybody is chirping. And if you're not quick tongued and, and able to t- send it yeah. back, but then at the at the front door, them hugging each other and and saying that they love each other and and not just hugging and like tap 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 like an uh, embrace, right? Yeah. And that deep, deep love, like he's showing. So, yeah, especially his, his, even
1: between him and Free, they're, they're, they seem to be the ones who chirp each other the most, uh, and uh, yeah. they they still, yeah, they still. So yeah, for sure, I think that's the reason for I those scenes. It's to give us a bigger.
6: I, I agree. Yeah, I agree, mm-hmm. and 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 that's fantastic. And Tanya, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. All I'm saying is, spend a little more time in the writing room, <laughs> and also, add one more layer of mm-hmm. of funny. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying mm-hmm. add one more layer of funny because I think the three stories they used for as the setup for all the chirps and stuff like that they were they were okay but they could have been better is all I'm saying and sorry Keith, you know like all I'm Keese, saying is that oh, you're, that you're been better. calling them
1: Keith now are you um, <laughs> uh, so there's that <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong is there a dolo track in this season? I'm trying to think back, and I can't think of there being a do- now. Hold on, I can I can find out on Crave in a second. Remember they posted that whole please do. list of songs in in the scene uh, in Shroy's apartment. There's a a, a hip hop track playing in the background that sounds like it could be Dolo, but I I feel it. I don't remember there being a Dolo track at, at all in season two. Um, but here's a, a crack. Uh, I know um awesome in the in the live stream had a, a bit of a crackpot theory that. Uh, Nat went to Mercedes to get the la- la- the last 10,000. Oh, Matt thumbs yet? There is. is yeah, it? even
0: episode one, they had oh, one okay, lighter, okay. lighter by Joe Dolo. Oh, all right. Uh, t- episode two had two tracks.
1: Oh, okay, good. I, I just didn't remember yeah. writing those down, but that's, that's good because I know that he was like, that they were going to do that, but I, I don't know. Episode recall. five
0: had two tracks.
1: Really? So, th-
0: yeah, fair amount. Wow.
1: Okay. I completely missed those. Um, anyway, I was saying so, Awesome's theory was that, uh, Nat went to Mercedes for the last 10 grand. I've got a bit of a different theory and that is Nat slept with Schnur and asked like just to, to, to get him to do the interview with, with Jory <laughs> I
3: was just going to say, what the hell are you saying that she asked him for money? And you him?
4: you're a hooker. The,
1: the idea <laughs> for the intros was Nats or Meegs or Zeegs, Oh, that's my theory. Okay. And and that's just, you know, the crackpot theory. How but about
6: it, maybe they sold yes. enough calendars to make the money? <laughs>
1: no, but Kate, there's that scene where they're looking at the, her wall of, of calendar pictures, and they're, like, doing the math, and they're, like, $10,000 short, and that asks the, the girls for ideas, and then they cut from that scene. So it's like, anyone have any ideas? And they cut from that. So you're expecting sometime down the road in that episode for them to – show what 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 those ideas were and it was was never shown so i'm wondering
0: yeah you could be on something if
1: maybe in her you know her evening with Schnur, she may have put planted the idea in his in his ear you know pillow talk hey i know why don't you put you know you know what get them riled up you should flash their their calendar pictures on the wall like as big as you can in front of your fans anyway that's not bad just my crackpot theory anyway I, i love this episode it was a lot of fun um the uh the the end, yeah, I, I agree with you, Victor. It's kind of strange when they came in and stuff like that. But those are just plot devices and and uh at, in the at the end of the day, I don't look at those too closely. But um anyways,
6: yeah. also Liam and Corey, that that scene there I mm-hmm. felt it wasn't funny. Like I that that was another scene I had a problem with. Like mm-hmm. It, it didn't serve a purpose well it served like, the purpose
1: to, to complete that storyline right because throughout the whole thing Corey's making fun of liam for having yeah, the, yeah. it's it's just a jo- completing that yeah, joke right yeah, That's yeah, all. It I, is. I guess yeah.
6: i guess it was i don't know i thought i again like a little more a little more
1: mm-hmm. uh andrew you are muted <laughs> there we
5: go there sorry you. about that um yeah i mean you guys touched on a lot of great points i kind of agree with victor that the the family scene did kind of it felt forced but like yeah and then you guys like kind of mentioned how like they basically just like kind of showed that to show george's family being an adopted life and then they kind of bring that all together at the end so like yeah that kind of makes a bit more sense now but i don't know like after after the way that they set the tone with the uh, family in the first season with that mm-hmm. whole reunion going on you were kind of expecting that kind of to happen again if you ended up seeing them again on on screen together and didn't quite quite hit that mark mm-hmm. uh i thought it was still pretty fucking funny though the whole Shores making out with a dude thing that was just like wait what <laughs> like
4: uh,
5: but uh yeah no i kind of agree with that um i also agree with uh with Matt music for this episode was fucking spot on like the the yeah it just everything flowed so right and like you said the cinematography and everything that kind of went with those tunes as well when they had them yeah. on especially with the hockey at the end just uh oh, yeah it was chef's kids it was beautiful um yeah like no this episode for me was uh was like a definite ten out of ten. Yeah, no I rating think, yet. No
1: like, rating yet. Just
6: uh, uh, oh so, shit. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's not a real rating. Ten out of ten. What the, the fuck the is that? Ten yeah. out of ten True. does not convert
0: <laughs> to our
5: system.
4: So we're meter, good there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> True.
5: Yeah, no. It. Uh, yeah, the whole episode just just worked, and now I'm really looking forward to next season with uh, the way that they kind of left things there at the end.
1: Yeah, so. I think they set up the storyline for next season, right? So it's just gonna. They're gonna do exactly what they did before. They're gonna fast forward through these these playoffs. The 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 Bulldogs are going to win the championship again without a loss, and then season three is going to focus on. You the, think they'll the,
3: take us down the same path?
1: Well, season three is going to be about the national senior tournament. Right, right. I swear it's
3: to God,
0: though, okay, So if he bypasses that and goes on to some new storyline, I'm a <laughs> piss. I'm gonna be pissed this time.
6: <laughs> Just saying, yeah, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a quick you know collage. Montage <laughs> montage of them
0: winning this, the senior championship. And then they're going to be like moving to a new city or something. Some new story like, no, yeah. you better show us that.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to ratings. Tanya, what do you give this episode?
3: Well, I predict the future and, uh, I, are we, are we at the prediction? No, what's going to happen the next season? Radio, radio. What's happening right now? <laughs> that
1: next episode uh, we fresh do. Fresh, clearance, or compost. <laughs> God. But I
3: know you just set me up into the thinking of what's going to happen. Anyways. Oh, can you ask
6: more simpler questions? <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle this. for 49
3: more episodes.
1: Uh, uh, of
3: course, it's a fresh. It was a great episode. It had everything in it, plus more.
1: Okay, Matt. Uh,
0: yeah, it went over complicated. This one's just like last week, an extremely easy fresh.
6: It wasn't that easy last week, Matt. <laughs>
0: last for me, it was extremely easy. One of, the,
6: one of the easiest ones I gave. Victor. Um. Yeah. Obviously, it's a fresh. You know, I, 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 I called out some some things that I think could have been better, but at the end of the day, it's a fresh episode. I mean, just the hockey alone. Uh, was incredible yeah. And, yeah, was. and we got a whole game again. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. th- it was such a dense, ep- like it, it was more dense than your most densest rum ball that you've ever had. And, and, you know, and then we rumble. got a whole.
3: <laughs> and you say I'm at left field. Holy rum ball. But
1: I
0: mean, if you had rumble. a dense rumble. rumble I kind of Dense
3: rum ball. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay.
6: <laughs> oh man. Like there was so much packed in and we, and on top of that, we got a whole hockey game in there. Like, I mean, it was. So well done! Like the pacing is so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, a lot. You know, kudos to the editing and and everything like that, and the sound production. But um, you know, all the nitpicky stuff aside, it's e- easy fresh.
0: So hold on, I, I want to quickly just add on to. This. So you talked about everything packed in, and I know I had what issues with episode two? I think it was where I felt overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And and I think what changed in four and or five and six there was the pacing, right? They crammed everything they could into these last two episodes as well. But I thought it flowed so much better um, than that episode three. And that was my issue. That's why that clearance came because I just, I felt a little all over the place. Whereas these last two was like perfection in terms of how they put them together. In that
1: episode three, you mentioned uh, we got a full game in that episode as well. But every time we hit intermission, it's it came to a sudden stop and it was, it was quiet and, yeah. and there was a lot happening in the locker room in the, in the intermissions and this one here. Yeah. The frenetic pace throughout the whole game, even yeah. into the intermissions, they were quick cuts, handy cam, like steady cams or whatever, yeah. handheld or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. It was really well done. And and it was the same music throughout, which indicated like, this is kind of a montage, but with a little bit of a dialogue creeping in. So definitely. And I mean, yes, this one here is an absolute fresh, probably my Huzzah. favorite episode of this season. So it does bye deserve. Bye-bye
3: rocket ships. Blast off. Mundress. Oh my <laughs> god. And there's the
1: unicorn. <laughs> oh my oh god. Oh my wait. Wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. Oh my god! Oh my god! I regret
1: nothing! Victor with his Plus, unicorn. What is that? That unicorn's got bat wings? What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Trolley. He's the one that gave it. To oh, you. right, right. <laughs> that's not the first unicorn of the season, is it? Yes. You? It's the first
6: unicorn of the season uh, that
1: we've all been on air oh, for. Okay. Oh,
6: right. wow.
3: Right. Yeah, because Victor was away and we did a unicorn. Oh, that's, that's why that's we
6: didn't right. see Trace, the unicorn. Chase gave yeah. you a unicorn on your behalf. Right. Yeah, Trace always gives gives you, you know, he doesn't count. <laughs>
0: I mean, in all fairness, Trace wanted to remove some of your previous. Relevance. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: That's why he's disqualified. You he want <laughs> to rewrite some TPS history. But you
3: gave it a, a unicorn when you came back. So it was a true unicorn. Yeah, it was
1: a unicorn. All right. uh, Andrew, the pressure's off. You don't have to. You don't have to give this one a fresh. video on not to. Uh, the unicorn is in the. We books. don't know
3: what ten out of
6: ten means.
1: Yeah, we don't know what ten. 10-
4: <laughs> <laughs> Never really?
6: heard that rating system. <laughs> All I know is there's two zeros. Can in you there.
1: translate to, for us what ten out of ten? <laughs>
0: means? I don't want to hear anything about stars either. <laughs>
4: hmm.
0: Let's see. Well, I think I'm
5: going to have to give it a fresh. I mean, you hey, can't okay. you can't look down on this episode in any shape way. I mean, other than like a few like little key things. Mm-hmm. Kiso. A few little key thing, um, yeah. It's a fresh, absolutely Fantastic. whole season,
1: excellent. All right, MVPs. Do you know who you have? Yeah, for I do. Tenure, you're up first.
3: It is absolutely hands down. Shorzy. Okay. Shorzy saw it. He had the vision for it. He fought for it. He um, he berated the the guys for it. Thankfully, he didn't do it this round. because but he broke
1: his own rule, though. He's a hypocrite. He did too. break
3: his own rule. But come a on, hippo. a hippo, a it,
1: hypocrite. W- it's Laura. Like uh, that's why Victor likes Shorzy so much because gonna, he's a hippo.
3: If you're gonna break the rule, yeah. But you know, okay. So, anyways. Yeah, he broke the rule, naughty boy, but he wasn't mean to the guys. He was motivating. He was in the locker. Everything was good. He he brought it for Nat. He brought it for the guys. He 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 just he he really did. He got the the stick, game stick.
1: Okay. Uh Matt.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll quickly lead with I, I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but I'm not a really big sports guy. Um, really? so, it, it's Shocking. true. But I'm fascinated. But you are on but, the
1: number one sports podcast, according to... Uh, who knew, right? Good good <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm a sports matter expert now, man. I'm that's fucking so new. funny. Look, but number one. Why, why it's important here is I always talk about I love sports movies and mm-hmm. sports stories and stuff like that. And I'm 100% with Tanya on this one. Shorzy gets the MVP. Um, when I look to good stories, I want to feel something. Mm-hmm. And he brought all the feels this episode. Every moment in this where you're like, Had even a slightly choked up moment or something that made you feel good, sure as he was leading that moment. Um, And you're right, he brought the team together. He brought
1: what? Sorry, uh, you you reminded me of something at the very end of the game when they do those quick little flashbacks to those scenes throughout. The yeah, game, I love that. That was great. So good. Yeah, so good. So well yeah, you're right. I yeah. should
0: I should have called that out mm-hmm. too because yeah, that's what I mean. That's the feels right yeah. there, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and and
6: and a shot of him dancing and yeah. smiling yeah. Yeah, with that, that the... goofy yeah. smile. That was it's perfect. just
0: so it made me so happy. Yeah, and and he would led that happiness in this episode. So he gets and of course huge honorable mention to the to Butchery and the crew behind the scenes mm-hmm. for just delivering such amazing visual content awesome so who's your mvp uh shorzy <laughs>
6: <laughs> he said that did he okay sorry
0: yeah, he did. uh victor i said a lot though and i know he said a lot so like,
6: <laughs> oh oh am i giving mine are you guys not doing the guessing no, we're not we're like, no
0: go. Oh no fuck no wait all right uh, go no no hard <laughs> <Sorry>, no <laughs> thank you
1: because I all think right. Gord guessed it in the in the live stream already. What Victor's MVP oh, oh, would be? Oh, did he guess? I think so. Um,
6: so I, I know we only got it for a very quick second, uh, and we've all visualized it, and we can't unsee it now that we have. Okay, it will be definitely Oompa Loompa's mitt. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so uh, actually, Gord was kind of close. Yes. What did Gord say? Gord said the spray tan. <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the right. He's in the
0: right ballpark. Yeah,
6: yeah. Like it, it is where the sun don't shine. Yeah, yeah.
1: Amazing. Um. Yes. Yeah, so that was going to be my runner-up, the spray tan, because that's a joke that paid off so well. Like, uh, through, there's a. So that's another thing. They set up jokes throughout the season, and then the payoff yeah, is did. right on the very last episode. So yeah. Corey and Liam with the whole walkie-talkie thing. They 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 paid that one off. The spray the the calendars. They pay play. They paid that one off. All of those jokes. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't think of anyone who did more heavy lifting in this episode than Shorzy. So it's gotta be Shorzy for sure. Uh, so. That's Andrew. almost
3: a unicorn almost, for Shor- yeah. Shorzy there, Victor.
1: It's never <laughs> been a un- I think it's only ever
0: once been a unicorn on MVP yeah, never, yeah. because of one weird anomaly with Victor. <laughs> but anyways, Andrew. Gotta go with Shorzy boys. Yeah. There you go. Nice.
1: Excellent. Okay.
3: So let's disqualify Victor's vote for the MVP. <laughs> and Andrew did it. So then we get, get to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: An oomphalop oomphalop oomphalop
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so really quickly here. Um, predict the future? No, we're doing that in the next uh, episode. Or our recap with uh, uh, Dean and But I want
3: to do it now.
1: Okay. Quickly. Give us a pre- preview of your prediction for next week.
3: I think they're going to be playing. For next week.
1: Yeah. Next week we're doing our recap. There's season two recap. Of e- oh, and TR. I see.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> you can just cut this out and put it in next week. Yeah, I'll just play <laughs> it again.
1: Yeah.
6: I, or, or, or tell us what we're going to be talking about next week.
3: I predict that they're going to be playing too many games between the sheets and there's not going to be a trophy mm-hmm. on the national.
1: Well, I mean, the, mm, I it's disagree. Victor's favorite word, right? There must be some comeuppance for Shorzy to break his own rule. So yeah. we'll see if that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, I just want to do a flashback to last week and, and, and the amazing conversations we had. I actually put up a scientific Twitter poll uh, yesterday asking science, man. asking folks science. Uh, if they listened to the interview <laughs> and if they thought that um, McPherson uh, deserved the beat down. And uh, it was closed for a while, but then uh, one one side pulled away. 75.9% said, yes, he deserved it. He was hot dogging. So it's almost yeah. 80%. Sanity prevails. No, Good. it's not. And no, uh 24.1% wow. said, no, it was over the top. So so
0: how did you feel today, Al, when the gyms came out and destroyed Palmer at the beginning? Well,
1: Palmer's a POS, right? So, it does, Well, we know that. We, so we know that. Pa- pa- no, no. I mean, the, the, the character, he's the villain. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. So he deserved it. He what he did, he deserved it. But anyway, uh, my my argument is that McPherson didn't deserve it. So yeah, we move on to um,
6: and and Gord, I, I I who's no, it wasn't Gord. It was um, Adrian. I think made a point that mm-hmm. uh, you know. First time, maybe. But the second time, he got a warning. He got a warning. That, that's
1: matter. what's going to happen warn if you me, do it warn again. Me if I'm going to do something, Yeah, let's road again. not do that no. again. All right, let's, I did there. Did see, let's see how I on? poked the bear? Uh, that? Matt. <laughs> there's uh, some big news that came out today. <laughs> Tell in, me. In uh, Letterkenny uh, world. Well, there's a couple of things. but first one here, uh, it oh, redirected these stupid ads. Continued. to stop. And say, what does stupid that have
3: anything canceled. to do with Letterkenny?
1: Uh, Jared. Uh, yeah, what is Letter Kenny creator Jared Kiso strikes first of its kind contact packed with Crave and New Metric. So basically, uh, the long and the short of this is uh, they, uh Crave and New Metric have signed a deal with Let- uh, with Kiso uh, to um, subsequently make forty nine episodes of Letter Kenny spinoffs, including Shorzy and other potential shows across several years. Oh, so
0: curious. So oh.
1: we have at least another 49 episodes of this podcast to look oh. forward to, at least. Uh, so that'll be interesting. So do you if, think they if, got
3: that accurate or are they just teasing with Well, us?
1: if that 49 includes season three of Shorzy, so there's only six episodes there, what else could there be? What yeah. Well, that's I mean, easy.
6: I, th- I think I think Squirrely Dan and Katie are going to have a spinoff. It, they're going to do a live action of the farming simulator uh, (laughs) a popular video game that's kind of taken off all over the world i feel
3: like there really really needs to be some sort of thing like there needs to be that shorzy and wayne are cousins or brothers or like long lost whatever because he is adopted right so there could be a connection (laughs) out there somehow some way to like tie that all together
1: here's what i'm thinking the shore family there's a lot of potential there for a spin-off series. Every cuz that there's a lot of backstories there that have been set up over the last couple of episodes that could spin off into a potential show about that family. And the only reason I'm thinking of that is because The Shoresy was a spin-off from Letterkenny because it's Kiso, you know, is the main character in both shows. So yeah. I can't see there being another spinoff where Kisa wasn't involved somehow on screen. There might be, but if he's creating it and writing it, I I, I imagine he'd want to act in it as well. So does that mean there's going to be yet another character that he's going to act or is he going to act as Wayne and or Shorzy in another spinoff? And to me, a shore family spinoff kind of makes sense. And I know that sucks because a lot of people are looking for tennis spinoff, which I would, be 100% in favor mm. um, or a skid spinoff or whatever. But um, I don't know. I know Victor isn't. isn't uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's it's, it's going to give us a lot to talk about over the next. No,
0: like one theory I had and, and what I would like to see, I thought it'd be interesting to see a Rosie spinoff and those that period of time that she wasn't in there. In Vancouver
1: with the dog rescue?
0: Yeah. The spin-off, like, who knows where she went? There could have been something there to bite onto. I, I like Rosie as a character. I like Clark as an actress. I'd love to see mm-hmm. more of her. I sure. think there's a whole period of time there that they could explore where she's not involved mm-hmm.
1: and, and where she goes. One idea. Andrew, what do you think? Do you, you have any ideas of what the, what possible spin-off could happen?
5: I have no idea. All I know is it's going to be good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Jared, we trust, right? <laughs>
5: Right. Like, I, I, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways you could go with this now and there's a lot of great, like people who can end up leading a cast, but
1: oh, for yeah, I don't sure, know, I'm uh, looking forward to it. A Tannis spinoff makes a, a bunch of sense. And, oh, it really and, does. Right? And um, again, though, like would short, would, would Kiso create and write a show that he's not in? I don't know. He, maybe he will. We'll see. Uh, but uh, if not, then he's playing a different character and that'll be interesting to see. All right. Maybe uh, he could Oh, oh.
5: sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say like maybe if he, they were going to do like another show like that, maybe he could play like the Torrens role where he just plays somebody like Noah Dick who like <laughs> shows up every couple of episodes, makes you laugh
1: and then disappears, oh, right? Yeah. Like
3: They should play a Dick spin-off.
1: Well, so what you 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 mentioned that, and another piece of news <laughs> is both Crave and Hulu just released trailers for season 12. Uh Crave Crave's is more of a teaser. Hulu's yeah. is a full-on trailer with a bunch of different scenes. And in one of the scenes, and we're going to have some fun with this in the after show, but one of the scenes, Squirrely Dan is dressed up in full Mennonite yeah. uh, cl- <laughs> uh, clothing. Oh, I haven't seen. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not spoiling anything because if you see the trailer, you'll see, t- does that mean then he he ends up with Lavina? And does that mean the spinoff could be Squirrely Dan Mennonite? <gasps> <Knight>? I mean, <laughs> well, that's very cool what I said. Oh yeah. my
6: God, I love and it.
3: Then,
1: and then Wayne just kind of shows up every once in a while.
3: <laughs> I love the dick so much. It could
1: be called fucking Dan Run. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, love it. so,
1: I mean, there's so many uh, possibilities. Yeah. Like, they've they've actually, it's funny how we talk about how how two-dimensional a lot of these characters are. But there are so many possibilities for, especially since what, what he was able to do with Shorzy, you yeah. know, turn a really two-dimensional character into this this uh yeah i think the possibilities are. there's
6: also a coach spinoff though Would they already had a na- show named coach yeah. so
1: they'd have to think of a different name call it fucking <laughs> embarrassing yeah uh and i mean we've heard what kiso thinks of of uh mark forward so who yeah, yeah yeah exactly all right um let's move on to oh and yeah that's it that's all i have so let's move on to final comments Tanya. <laughs> What do you have to say?
3: This was great. Mm-hmm. Andrew, thank you so much for coming out. I loved your perspective. Uh that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And Thanks it was for so me. so great to meet. I can't believe Tiny was this year. Yeah, I like right? that was so long ago, but thank you for reminding me. That was just that was just the summer. <laughs> um uh this was a lot of fun. I can't wait for uh see, we we're coming into Christmas now and we're coming into season 12, so we're going to have a lot to uh, have homework on again, mm-hmm. so this is super exciting and lots of fun, lots to look forward to.
1: So the idea here is we're going to have uh, next week our, our season uh, sh- season two Shorzy recap. The following week, our egg hall. We're going to have a holiday egg hall social with all our friends. Uh, the week after that, between Christmas and New Year's, I'm thinking of doing a Letter Kenny presents uh, uh, wrap up with uh, with everyone who went to that show. Uh, and I might have a, a surprise guest for that one. So we'll see. And then we'll start the the Letter Kenny season twelve reviews in the new year. So that's the the plan right now. So we, we don't have homework until January. But anyway, gotcha. I will be watching on Christmas Day.
3: Is that what you're doing? I am.
1: Matt. Right.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. It's uh so Andrew, great to see you, bud. Uh I'm definitely gonna have to make my way out to Wesega this summer and uh we'll we'll connect for sure. Take but the boys, go karting. That's right, man.
6: Hey, sure. we should all go. We yeah. should all go. I'm in. So I I right? yeah.
0: TPS goes go-karting. I'm in. Yeah, I
6: go too. <laughs> and, and they have a great golf course there with zebras. So I mean, we can this
0: might those. be one of the best ideas you've had. So like it's the best <laughs> fucking idea I've ever heard. Like
6: I'm it. surprised we're not there right now. Let's God, do it. Amazing. We'll get the so snowmobiles out. We're that sounds mobile. like
0: it's already gonna happen. <laughs> so cool, we're in. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it's also sad I mean that's sad that we wrapped up another season Um, I really enjoyed this one it was fucking fantastic so that's sad but great to know that the other one is almost in the can and we have letter Kenny 12 even though that's also sad mm-hmm. but we have more episodes to review coming so lots of awesome stuff ahead Um, yeah I love this thanks guys Victor
6: what Good energy, uh, Matt. Thank you for bringing some good energy uh, to the show. Um, You're welcome, bud. Yeah. Andrew, you were awesome. Uh, nice. Lots of great perspectives. Uh, smile on your face the whole time. Uh, loved loved it. And let's have you back again soon for another uh, review. Uh, looks like there's going to be endless amounts of reviews to do 49 episodes uh above and beyond letter kenny coming out so. we,
1: we've got some new patrons in line for for, for season 12 <laughs>
6: yeah, well uh, uh it, really really great um
1: and uh yeah i
6: can't wait till we are all uh you know having fun at the beach
1: next uh, time be- that's a uh, wiggle song isn't it anyway andrew <laughs> awesome job once again uh, buddy thank you so much for coming on and, and you did a great job it was great to meet you in the summer it was great to have you on TPS match game I, I want to do that again I, I don't know if, was that fun for you in, as like a participant
5: I thought it was yeah that was yeah. that was great All right, I, cool. I, I was talking about that for the next couple of days after, oh, you? So. <laughs>
1: awesome. yeah, I want to do more of those I think those are a lot of fun anyway uh, thanks for for coming on and and you, you scored the season finale so uh, uh, that was awesome thank you so much <laughs> thank you it's up to you
5: now. Oh, it's it's me. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I cannot wait for more content to do with the universe. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, the show is absolutely wonderful for uh, for what I do get to hear. But I haven't heard every episode, but I've heard quite uh, quite a few hours from uh, from you guys in the banter. So you could have lied; we up. wouldn't
1: have known any better. Just say you, you, you've heard every <laughs> single minute. We're fine. Well, I like I'll throw one on
5: like while I'm doing something at work sometimes like when I know I'm going to have like at least a (laughs) half hour, 45 minutes of uninterrupted, like the only thing that's going to interrupt me is myself. Right. Um but yeah, like no, you guys make the you guys make amazing background noise. I love you all so much. <laughs> awesome. That's, Thanks, best,
1: that's the best compliment right there. <laughs> I, I, that's our new tagline. We make amazing background noise. All right. I'm gonna play us off here with a song from this episode. Uh and it's gonna be the one from the game, Your Man by Joji. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week we recap all of season two with our buds from How Are You Now, Dean and Tiara. I can't wait to hear what they have to say about season two. If you'd like to support this podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at Protestant Pod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're gonna go watch the new season 12 trailers frame by frame in the after in the after party. On behalf of Andrew, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Oh.